victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. We uh, generally assume you guys have all already seen the classic film, so there will be spoilers when we are discussing anything that's been out for at least a year. The other and thing this one's we been may... out for like forty, so <laughs> right. <laughs> the other thing we may do from time to time, may, maybe not as much tonight, since we have a we have an audience over here listening in. But we we still may use a few four letter words. They they've definitely heard them before, haven't you, Caitlin? Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you've uh, you've seen our main our main feature we're talking about is Alien. What what did you what did you think about Alien the movie? Did you like it? It was good. And you you remember watching it with uh, Papa many many years ago? No, not at all. You don't remember? You don't remember Ripley, the no. main girl that lives at the end? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> may have to go back. And That's check cool, that man. Out. My four. Four-year-old was watching it with me. The whole I had a whole alien binge going on, and she was she was watching it the whole time. I'm telling you, it was crazy. Uh, I think there was a lot of that going on, not not just with our group either. What do you think, Brian? Yeah. About alien binging this week. Oh yeah, I went through the through, through the franchise. Of course you did. <laughs> well, at least this one was pretty decent for the most part. Yeah, I would say. Was that your cool of the week? One of the one of the alien movies on a rewatch? Yeah, um, yeah. I went through the original. I didn't do the Alien vs Predator. I figured because we're gonna probably end up reviewing the new Predator when it comes out, so I'll save those. But um, right, probably. Yeah, I'm not of, sure. I'm not sure they really count anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably talk canon, about. Huh? I'll probably talk about Alien Three because I've seen a version of the movie that I've never seen before. What? Oh, I've was, heard that one was better. Yeah. Oh. Well, I was waiting for the scene with the dog and, you know, the alien coming out. But uh-huh. in this version, it came out of a, a, I guess it was an ox or something that they used oh. to, like, like uh, tow, tow, like, trailers and stuff with. What? And there was a, yeah, there was a whole scene of uh, when uh, Ripley's uh, plane crashes, uh, how she washes up on shore and she's just completely, like, covered in, like, some kind of oil or grease or something. And it's really? just so many different scenes that I just was, I was like, I've never I've probably seen that movie like a few times and I've mm-hmm. never recognized any of these scenes. Hmm. But so it, you, it, it it actually made made it a little bit better, in my opinion. So you, so that's, you think that's Fincher, all Fincher heard, got a director, director's cut out there somewhere, huh? Yeah, somewhere. Maybe the version I've seen. But <laughs> what, what were you saying, Phil? No, that's what I've heard is that the uh, there was a, a director's cut with some different scenes uh, that that made the movie a little bit better because uh, you know Alien Three kind of gets a bad rap, but I'm sure we'll get into that. So, is that your cool of the week, Brian? 
yeah, uh, the pretty much the Alien <laughs> franchise. I even Alien Resurrection. I kind of like it because right? yeah. it's a little goofy. It's kind of it's a change of pace. It's it, I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but well, yeah, I mean, but none of, none of them are really bad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a others. there's a basketball scene in this movie that you know that kind of tells you where this movie was going and. I forget the actor's name. He plays like the 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 general or captain or something. He was um the one of the main bad guys in Commando. The, uh, the dictator guy. Okay. Uh, he was uh, Dan Hedaya. Yeah, he's so over the top in this movie. Gotcha. His acting and I don't know. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. You know, I had Ron Perlman. Uh, Winona Ryder yeah. is horrible in this movie. Yeah, she really is. Ron <laughs> Perlman was kind of over the top in this one, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, overall, I, I enjoyed it. You know, yeah, the, I, right. I would say the whole franchise, redoing the whole franchise is my cool of the week. Awesome. What about, yeah. what about you, Phil? Uh, man, I'll, I'll kind of go down that same route because I did the same thing. I uh, I watched all of them except uh, Alien vs. Predator, including Prometheus. Um, I think my cool of the week out of all the Alien movies, and I wish that we were reviewing this one instead, is Aliens. Uh, really? Because that is by far my favorite. Super awesome movie. Right. Yeah, my not cool of the week, though, is uh, my man Chris Cornell passed away so yeah. rest in peace oh yeah I, I probably yeah. should have said something we we had a few deaths um that we didn't even mention on the last episode uh michael parks passed away oh right. yeah uh, uh, pa- on Facebook. yeah powers booth passed away mm-hmm. and uh i don't know if you guys are familiar with uh christopher of, big black boykin a lot of people getting taken down damn the man yeah yeah a Chris lot of people a lot of people passed away, so RIP to everybody. Yeah, but still, cool. The week goes to Aliens. Uh, that was a, a, definitely a fun movie. Uh, I, I, I kind of wish that James Cameron came back to direct some of the sequels. Ah, yeah, that would be uh, that 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 wouldn't be a bad thing, other than him uh, promising to make these seven or eight sequels to the to the Blue World or whatever it is that. Supposed to be coming out. Yeah, Anything really happening with that, or Brian? What have What have you heard? Allegedly, the recently um, announced release dates are are locked, but they said that before, okay. and they changed them. So, other than I don't know. <laughs> so, but, any, um, anyone's well, and Ridley Scott is supposed to have another two or three uh, sequels to the Prometheus thing. Yeah, um, I think before he finally think, run into the original alien. I think he did that because he just totally was not trying to have Neil Blomkamp do that uh that alien movie he was gonna do. Mm-hmm. I guess because <laughs> he just totally just as Dick soon as that news, <laughs> yeah that that news came out that he was gonna bring back Ripley and Michael Bean's character, right, and the little girl Newt. All of a sudden, Ridley Scott has like five alien movies coming out. Right out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> He's making them up on the fly, which is crazy because the next one is going to be a prequel to Covenant. From what I read, no, no way. You're, you're a prequel I think to Covenant, jacking them around like that. Oh, yeah, a no, prequel that's to that, Covenant, man. but after Prometheus. 
Yeah, so uh, like a Wednesday when they stand on the planet kind of thing. Okay. Well, that should make uh, that should make Kevin happy because he's bi- he bitching like crazy about how much they didn't show about what Skip. happened between Prometheus and this one. Thank you. You know, so I guess <laughs> uh, I don't really there, want. That, I mean, there, there there is a little short video online. It, right. it has a new me. Yeah, Numi Rapace and uh, Michael Fassbender. Right. Actually, they oh, yeah? Kevin, I think Kevin sent that to me or something. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I just saw that. To, wait, uh, we'll get into it later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about the uh, direct, the Mexican director, uh, Alfonso uh, Cuaron? You guys um, make fans like uh, Gravity or any of those films that he's done? Um. Gravity oh, was really cool to see in the theater, but I mm-hmm. haven't rewatched it since then and haven't really wanted to. Right. Yeah. Like, it was cool to see once. I'm not really jumping at the opportunity to see it again, though. Well, my, yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched a lot this week, guys, but uh, my, I mean, I mean, the wife's out of town. She's, she's, <laughs> she's uh, in, in, in Utah for a week, so I'm catching up on a lot of stuff, but uh, no, my, my, of the week hands down 2006 film that that he directed uh it's called Chil- uh, children of men oh yes oh yes yeah uh, take takes place in london and the you know as they say the quote-unquote not too distant future <laughs> uh basically people can't, can't aren't able to have children anymore reproduce and i mean that movie is just in my opinion a masterpiece i mean it just I, I think I think it was better on this watch than the first couple of times I saw it. It's almost like every time I see it, I catch more in it. And I mean, it, it had scenes that just almost had me weeping. It was just really well shot. And I did notice that the same director of photography that he uses for this. Uh, and Brian, I'm sure you'll you'll remember the 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 opening scene in the Revenant, the continuous shot scene. Yes. It's the same, yeah, same director of photography, guys. That I, I did, I did some research, and he's also uh, from Mexico. So, uh, and I think I think he actually did Birdman as well, which was shot in a in a continuous shot. So, yeah, Children of Men. Anybody who hasn't checked it out, two thousand six movie, highly recommended. It. It's classic. Yes, it is. Yeah, um, man, I have to go check that one. Brian, Brian, I know you got a you got a trailer or twelve for us this week, but uh, do we have any news? Got a whole bunch of news, and uh, I guess we'll start <laughs> we'll start with an update. Um, Carl Urban may return as Judge Dredd for the TV show. Yes. Oh, look out! That was my question last week. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, right. Right now, I don't know if it's a rumor or if they're in negotiation, but I really hope he comes back. I thought he was perfect oh, for the too. role. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely watch that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach Efron's going to play Ted Bundy in a movie called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Wow. Oh, I've heard, that. heard about that one, yeah. <laughs> that's that's well, a trip. I, Ted Bundy's supposed to be a decent-looking guy who's, you know, very persuasive, which is why he gets all these women that he can kill. Right. Well, so, I, don't, uh, I don't know if this might... I don't know if this might turn you away. It's directed by Joe uh, Beringler. I believe okay. that's how you pronounce his name. He did uh, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Oh, uh, wow. Eh. Well, everybody deserves another chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, here's a question I had post uh, or asked our Facebook group, uh, I think, last week. Um, the Flash still doesn't have a director. 
Right now on the short list is Robert Zemeckis and Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just added Matthew Vaughn to that list. Ooh, that could be interesting. So my question, I don't know if you guys uh, answered on the Facebook, uh, in the Facebook group, um, out of Zemeckis, Raimi, and Vaughn, who would you guys choose? Raimi doesn't seem like a good fit. I I don't, I don't remember. What was the last thing Zemeckis did? He, that's, you, you actually got me looking that up right now. You guys carry on. (laughs) I'm, I'm looking it up because I can't remember the last thing he did. What about Vaughn? What did he do? Uh, X Men First Class, uh, Kingsman. Okay, yeah, and, uh, and the new Kingsman. Yeah, so, uh, so I, be- I believe he did. Ki- he did Kick Ass too, the first one. All right, oh, that no definitely shit. yes, yes, I that love definitely that. fits superhero movies. So yeah. hopefully he does it, and he does something in the DC world justice. Oh, the last Zemeckis film, guys, was The Walk, which was that one that was uh, about the guy oh. that walked across from one of the Twin Towers to the others on a on a tightrope. With uh, Joseph oh, right. Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Never saw it. Yeah, I didn't see it either. <laughs> he did Flight. That's because nobody gives a shit. Oh, Flight was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a good one, but it was still like... Yeah, I, I, I don't think know, we, man. It was I think way we, serious. I think we can all say uh, Matthew Vaughn's a good fit. Yeah, that's yeah. my pick. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, Oren Uzel, I believe I said his name right. He is directing the, the new movie God God Particle. That's the next in the Cloverfield universe. Right. Uh, he's right. supposed to be the one rebooting Mortal Kombat. And he gave an update saying... Mortal uh, Kombat! <laughs> that this version will be a R-rated version of the Avengers with over-the-top gore. Huh. Okay. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, all I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah, let's see how it goes. Let's see. Uh, Scott Derrickson, uh, who recently just did um, Doctor Strange, is going to direct the pilot episode of Snowpiercer TV show. Wow. He's done a lot of horror, too. Yeah, uh, Sinister. Those were pretty good. Yeah, that could be good, man. I actually tried to get over to his. Uh, I, I tried to get over to his booth at, at Comic Palooza, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Somebody was laughing that you didn't make it. Oh no! <laughs> all right, no, I'm sorry. I, no, I it's good, man. It's all part of the show. Couldn't hear a word that you just said. <laughs> Is there a bunch of background noise? No, don't hear anything. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fede Alvarez has confirmed there's going to be a Don't Breathe 2. No. There doesn't need to be. They wrapped it up perfectly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's probably going to be something stupid where he tracks her down. Oh, no. Probably. Unless it's going to maybe, yeah. maybe be all new characters. Like maybe this time it's a deaf guy or something. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll jump in on the uh, on the way that they left it half ass open ended. I mean, um, I'm a. L- I kind of like that they did, you know. Yeah, I'm a right. little intrigued. I guess he showed a rough draft of the script to uh, I think it was Sam Raimi, and I guess he got super excited about it. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know if they're just trying to hype it up or 
I guess we'll see. Um, the Purge TV series, uh, they said, will document the other 364 days leading up to the Purge <laughs> night. Oh, that sounds... <laughs> sounds fascinating. Yeah, I don't necessarily <laughs> think I need to see... Yeah. I don't need to see the entire year. Maybe, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Terrible description. <laughs> speaking of speaking of terrible, uh, Fox has canceled Scream Queens. I don't know uh, if you guys ever checked that never, out. Never seen a single episode. I've seen the first episode of season one. It's definitely not for me, and right. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's for anybody, really. <laughs> so you're not <laughs> you're not heartbroken. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, Christina Hendricks, uh, star of Mad Men, and uh, Bailey Madison or, have been casted as, in as Strangers refer- Two. As you guys referred to her last week, or something, the one with a huge. Well, oh, wait a minute. We got kids in here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you get the redheaded that. chick with the cans. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, she has. She has been casted in Strangers Two. Oh, jeez. Strangers Two. Yeah, the Strangers too. Oh, that doesn't need a sequel either. Why are oh. they fine special- fucking random movies? Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Oh um, boy. <laughs> uh, wow. Johannes Roberts from Forty Seven Meters Down is going to direct it. Um, I can't really pass right. judgment because I haven't seen Forty Seven Meters Down. So yeah, a little, little too early to call. A few weeks too early for that one. Yeah. Um, this is a. Good one for the kids. Uh, Goosebumps Two uh, is officially titled Goosebumps Horrorland. Okay. Hey, we got and, some people that can chime in on that. Yeah. Release date of September twenty first, two thousand eighteen. So a little over a year from now. All right. Uh, can Can I bring a little uh, mini interview in here, guys? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, did you see Goosebumps? Yes, I did. What What'd you think? How did the movie compare to the TV show? Um, TV shows are scarier. Than the movie. Uh-oh. So it wasn't all that... Was it just, like, kind of humorous? Like, a lot of the comedy? Or what What did you think? A lot of action. A lot of action? Special effects? Yeah. But not as good of storytelling, maybe? No. Gotcha. The, the TV show, it's more, like, scarier and interesting. Right. I will agree. Right. You uh, you have anybody you can ask over on your side, Phil? No, they are all out there, and I'm gonna leave them out there okay. because somebody was crying a minute ago, and I'm not gonna get in the middle of it. <laughs> Brian, what, what about you, Brian? Um, my daughter, I do not know where she is. She's running around somewhere. Um, she is excited for this, and she probably right. will agree that the show is more scarier because she kind of tapped out of the show. Right, gotcha. Little little yeah. too intense for her, huh? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um. <laughs> Our ma- mascots are in full swing over here. <laughs> it sounds scary. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to move on to uh, The Dark Crystal is getting ah, a prequel okay. series on Netflix. Right. Wait, that's like old puppets, right? Yeah, the Jim Henson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that one. Uh, it's going to be... Ten episode series uh, called uh, "The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance." Huh? Any idea what what the story's going to be? Uh, they haven't said, but uh, Jim Henson's Creature Shop and Brian Froud, who is the original, 
he did the original feature designer or something art for it okay. is coming back to do it so huh. i know a lot of people are real excited about it there's a lot of there's a flurry of uh facebook activity talking yeah, about s- it you know i've seen that i hope it holds up yeah, yeah I, w- I was a big fan of it when i was younger I, yeah. I kind of, I kind of wonder if they're not, because I saw a couple of still images from it. I haven't seen a trailer or anything, but I'm, I'm kind of curious if they're going to actually try to make it look more like that, like that have that retro look. To it. Okay, uh, uh, the man of the couple of features we're talking about, uh, Ridley Scott, is curating a sci-fi block for TNT original programming. Hmm. Is he like directing it? No, I think he's just going to be the the guy in charge of... Um, right. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Hmm. Yeah, define curating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we now are, we're we off the rails. We're the seat, our, seat of our pants over here tonight. Pol- <laughs> Poltergeist. <laughs> uh, okay, where do we go from here? Uh, Universal is teasing a child's play video game. Oh. I'm all in, man. Especially I think if I they're get to play Chucky. Yeah, I think they're waiting to see the how um, Friday the Thirteenth video game does. Right. I'm so if I'm super out. excited about that. Um, it's uh, coming out uh, the 26th, I think officially. For real? Yep. I saw a preview to that on Facebook where Jason was killing people and they had like a WWE announcer in the background. <laughs> and it what? was super funny, and I'm totally down for that game. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's see. Uh, Get Out director Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams. I heard um, about this. Yep, teaming <laughs> up for a new this. HBO series called Lovecraft Country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait. What is wait. it about? <laughs> okay, I got it. I got a quick little synopsis here. Um, after his father, okay, the the main character's name is uh, I'm probably gonna mess up his name. Atis Atisis Black. Somebody correct me on that. Um, after his father goes missing, Black joins up with his friend Letitia and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America to find him. Wow. This begins a struggle to survive and overcome both the racist terrors of white America and the malviolent spirits that could be ripped from a Lovecraft paperback. <laughs> wow, what a what a mashup, man. <laughs> how yeah. could that not be good? And um, We'll see how it goes. I'd like to see Jordan Peele do something that's not like racism driven uh, though. I see what you're getting at. I see what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. he he he's officially turned down Akira. Oh he's yeah, not, he's not doing it. Really? Yeah, I think he's yeah. trying to do more tough, I think. original stuff. I guess I don't right. know. And I guess he's felt like it's it's already been done because uh, he mentioned that Akira is one of one of his favorite movies. The the it, it's only been yeah. in an animated film. At this yeah, point, correct. And I, I, I think he's fine with the way it was. So yeah, but um. I'm, you know, Jordan. What he did would get out, and then you got him teaming up with J.J. Abrams, and that—that's the part that excites me. And it's on Those HBO. Two together. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it. Don't get me wrong. I just uh, with with Get Out, which was great. Uh, I 
and and then now we're talking about this going through you know the Jim Crow America, which I think is also going to be pretty cool. I just it, it would be nice to see him doing something that's not so like race driven, so blat so blatant. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I don't oh. know. To me, it just sound it just sounds like it's it, it's just different from anything that we've really seen on TV. It's like right yeah. now we're in an age where we, we're 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 kind of like still in the golden age of television with all these really good shows. But I almost feel like I'm starting to get a little bit exhausted with just there's so many offerings out there. You know, it's yeah. like oh I yeah, possibly find time to watch everything. And this the way you described it, I mean, it just caught my attention. It's just like this is something completely different from anything else that's on right now, you know? Okay. Um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are forming a new uh, film and television company called Stolen Pictures, and their first movie will be a horror comedy called Slaughterhouse Rules. <laughs> what? Sign me up. And it will. the film will be set in an elite boarding school. Oh, man. Philip, what are your thoughts here, man? Well, I mean, horror comedy with Simon Pegg. Right? Yeah, I'm I'm down. <laughs> He's got some of the greats. Yeah, I agree with with them with them owning the company. They're going to be very hands on with this stuff. Sounds yeah. like it. like Shaun of the Dead all over again. Well, that that's what I was wondering. Is this going to be set in the same universe as the Cornetto trilogy, or what? Um, as far as I know, um, let's see. I think I have the director here. Directed by Crispin Mills. I'm not too familiar with him, so um, I don't know. With with Edgar Wright not being involved, I'm not sure. Right. It could be. You never uh-huh. know. It could be like a like a spinoff to the universe that they've created. Yeah, that, I think that'd be cool pretty name. cool. I'd like to be named Crispin. That'd be a fun name. <laughs> Crispin. <laughs> Uh, okay, where are we at? Uh, John Goodman and Vera Farmiga are going to star in an extra extraterrestrial movie called Captive States. And this is going to be directed by Rupert White, who did the first uh, Planet of the Apes movie, uh, the one with James Franco. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, release date on this, August 17, 2018. Um, it's got John Goodman and Vera Farmiga, so I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, everything Vera Farmiga has touched lately has been gold. So, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of off subject here, you guys heard about the the Roseanne uh, reboot? Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, it's uh, official. They're, they're coming. Yeah, yeah, they're coming back to. Uh, I believe ABC. I believe picked it up. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I wish I was. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much Sorry. of a sitcom guy. Yeah, but that but I mean that was a staple for me when I was younger, Roseanne. Right. So it's it's gonna be like uh oh yeah, everybody's excited and then nobody's gonna watch it. Yeah, I <laughs> would really prefer if it was like a Netflix series, that way yeah. we can get full Roseanne. Right. She was probably meant to be. Yeah, because Rose, she's actually really funny. If you've seen her, her yeah. on like the uh, whatever that comedy show was that she was like one of the judges. On, Last Comic oh, Standing. Some, if you saw her on that, okay, something more recent then, huh? Yeah, she's she's uh, she's older, she's uh, thinner, and she's still really right. fucking funny, man. So uh, right, I, I say I'm not looking forward to it. Will I watch it? Probably not, but 
I'm, I'm catching some clips at some point. Maybe maybe it'll offer some good YouTube clips. Right. <laughs> okay, uh, back to J.J. Abrams. Uh, he has a World War II horror movie coming out called Overlord, and they just released a cast list. Um, I don't recognize a lot of these people, um, but the couple I do know, um, uh, Wyatt Russell and Bokeem Woodbine. Okay. I am starting to be a fan of Wyatt Russell. I really enjoyed him in that uh, Black Mirror episode. Which the, one? The, the, it was like a horror video game he was uh, playing. Oh, Kurt Russell's son. I'm yeah. Okay, sure. Really? Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was really funny in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. He was the. Uh, okay, all right. So he's he's got the beard, very millennial, hipster looking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's cool. I like him. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of rumors that this this um, movie from JJ uh, is um, in the Cloverfield universe. It's I what? guess it's rumored to be the fourth movie. And yet it takes place in World War II? It's a period piece? Yeah. yeah. Weird. That makes no sense. Hey. I, I, yeah. All right. I don't know. That's kind of what pisses me off about what they're doing with the Godzilla movies right now. Is because you had that little uh, after credit scene after uh, Skull Island. And to me, that right. makes no fucking sense. Because in the King Kong movie, the one with... or not, I'm sorry, the Godzilla movie with Brian Cranston in it. It's like they didn't know he existed, but I better be quiet because we're not spoiler enough out yet, I guess, or whatever. But I don't know. It just they're really messing with the timelines. I don't know if I like that too much. We may get into some of that talk tonight with our feature movies too, huh? Uh, 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 yeah, because there's definitely Rick some timeline <laughs> talking in that one. Yeah, right. but uh, you know, I, whatever. World War Two horror, I'm down. Sign me up. Right. It, it okay. better be a Nazi experiment. It fucking better be. If it's not, <laughs> actually, uh, pulled up a synopsis. <laughs> On the eve of D-Day, American paratroopers are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion's success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there is more going on in this Nazi-occupied village than simple military operation. They find themselves That's fighting against about. supernatural forces, part of a Nazi experiment. There you go, Philip. Sign me up. up. Your alley, man. I'm done. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. This brings me to my last news item, which was breaking news yesterday, and it kind of has me torn on both sides. Um, Tom Hardy has been casted as Venom. Oh, I heard about that. This okay? Where I'm at, I'm I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. I yeah, too. That's but what, he's that's cast. What he's me about this. He's casted in a movie that has nothing to do with the current Spider-Man that right. we're about to get next month or in July, I believe. Oh boy! So yeah. I, I don't know what to think of this. Oh. And it, it sounds like Sony's last attempt to hang on, you know, because <laughs> I mean, obviously they don't have the rights to Spider-Man anymore, but they, I guess, they right. do have Venom, Venom, no, they, and maybe no, something. They still have the rights. They just worked out a deal, which uh, from I oh, just found. Yeah, I just found out. I guess the deal is over in 2020. Okay. Really? That's weird. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, but I, I know that if, if Spider-Man is not there, mm -hmm. this Venom movie has potential, man. But the fact that Sony is doing it makes me a little bit scared. Yeah, it's, as, it's, it's, it's to, like. Uh, 
it's got all the things that you want to hear. It, it's going to be R-rated. It's going to be violent. Yeah. But Spider-Man's not going to be in it. And I'm just, I, I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, that's odd. They're just going to yeah. rewrite the story just, like, from Ven- Ven- Venom Venom's point of view, or like yeah, and the guy I don't know covers the costume, or and and I also like the they also <laughs> announced they also announced the director. I like um, uh, Ruben uh, Fleischer. He did Zombieland. I love Zombieland. Okay, okay. yeah, but it's just movie. you're you're building this universe <laughs> right. without Spider Man, and I don't know if you can even have Tom Holland, the, the who's the current Spider Man, in this universe. Because yeah. you can't sell an R-rated Spider-Man to the public. I mean, you can because I would go see it, mm-hmm. but you know they're they're obviously going to market it to children. Yeah, wow. I don't, I don't you, know, you, man. You can't I don't do it. That. I don't know what to think here. I mean, you guys, you guys know the origin of, of Venom, right? In the, yeah. in the <clears> books. So basically, yeah, like Spider. It, it was during those what, what, the big crossover episodes or issues that they had. It wasn't the Infinity Wars. What what was it called, Brian? Do you remember that? It was like uh, was it Secret Crisis Wars? of Infinite. No, Crisis of Infinite Earths, wasn't it? I think. Oh. Okay. Or am I thinking of DC? God damn it! I'm mixing everything up. I there's, think. I there's think a you're lot right. to remember. I think you're right, Brian. <laughs> I think it was Secret Wars. At Secret Wars, and he found the costume, and it attached to him as a symbiote. And at first, uh, it, it made him more powerful, and he had control over it. And then basically, it took over. Am, am I am I close here? Uh, pretty much. But then somebody else found the costume after Spider Man got rid of it by ringing yeah. bells or. Yeah, I see what what I hope isn't going to happen is in the Venom movie that we get. I guess an older version of Venom, and all we get is references to Spider Man. Wow, that's that's what I I kind of think is going to happen. I hope that they go like strictly this is a standalone movie and change the story completely, which is going to piss a lot of comic book nerds off, but it'll make a better movie. And right. I mean, because they already said it was going to be a horror movie with Venom in it. You know, I don't think Venom is necessarily <laughs> going to be the main character. I want to see Alien, but that with Venom. Terrible. <laughs> Phil, that you're, sounds you're awesome. Help, you're not helping the case here. I'm man. telling you. It would be great. Well, right. we got um, it's coming out rather rather soon, uh, October fifth, two thousand eighteen. So they oh, they wow. are okay rushing yeah. this out. Full steam. They should have me right next. That's what that's 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 the deal. I'm gonna call them right now. Yeah, they sound like <laughs> they right. may be picking up on your idea, Philip. Who knows? All right, they might. It's not like they have anybody else better. So here we go. Right. <laughs> uh, before we get into the trailer park, um, we're going to talk about some TV trailers. Kind of not really review them, just kind of want your guys' opinion on them. Okay. Yes. Uh, first one is Ghosted. Sorry. No interest. No interest. Zero. Absolute interest. I thought it was stupid when you explained it to me. This right. looks fucking funny. I love these guys. I'm in. I'm right. going Enjoy. to check it out to uh, The Alienist. I read the book, and it was boring as hell. I read it, like, in 1996 or whenever it was written, and not a huge fan. Not interested. Next. Uh, This is actually the one where uh, I go back to what Lance was saying earlier, where there's so much to watch on TV. Uh, I was initially kind of uh, intrigued by uh, by the preview. But then okay. I'm like, you know what? Uh, realistically, no, I'm not going to watch this. 
Um, I mean, unless I'm, unless I hear later that it's right. some amazing show, but yeah, probably not even going to check it out. Well, I will probably update you guys because I will definitely check out the first episode. Um, I think right. it has it has a good cast. Um, Daniel Bruhl, who yeah. was uh, Baron Zemo in Ca- uh, Captain America: Civil War, uh, mm-hmm. Luke Evans, and I believe Dakota Fanning. Right. Yeah, so, right. So, and I love Dakota Fanning. I'd totally mm-hmm. watch her in this. If, I think it was, it was enough. A movie. I yeah. think it was enough for me to check out the first it's episode. A thing me and Philip uh, kind of talked about on uh, the Comic Palooza episode, which was only a teaser, but they released a, a full trailer, was Marvel's The Gifted. Not interested. Next. And uh, to answer your to <laughs> answer mean, your I, question, why don't <laughs> they call them the X Men? Well, I, I believe in this universe, they're not even sure if X Men are around oh, or the man. or the Brotherhood. This is terrible. Is this more of the licensing garbage or what? I, Okay, I'm going to check it out because I'm a little intrigued that the fact right. that the X-Men aren't around, but what turns me away is Brian Singer is involved in this. Yeah, I mean, his first couple of X-Men movies were pretty good. Yeah, and to yeah. answer your question uh, last week, Lance, because if you, you asked if there was any X-Men in here. Right, right. Um, Blink, are you familiar with Blink? Uh, somewhat. She was in the she Days of Future Past ep- or movie, yeah. the one that teleports. Yeah, yeah. She, she's she's kind of like a fourth tier character. I mean, yeah, that wh- as far why, as I know. The- why not just make an X Men TV show? Have Wolverine, Storm. You know, I mean, I, I don't get it. What are why are we flirting around the the issue here? Why don't they just come right out and call it what it is? Is it licensing crap? What the hell is going on well, here? I know it's kind of far- like no, it's the same argument some people are making about the defenders, where he'll say, "Oh yeah, you remember that big green guy we fought like two weeks ago?" Why don't they just come right out and say what it is? Because yeah, it's okay. a licensing. It's a licensing. Yeah, thing. see, this Thanks. is this is what it is because Fox owns the movie rights to X Men. Marvel can make any TV show of any Marvel character they want. And I just don't think they want to have any kind of a connection with Fox whatsoever. Wow. Okay. What a clusterfuck, man. Sorry. Sorry, girls. (laughs) You've heard me say that once or twice before. I mean, this is frustrating. And I know you used to be be a big fan of the comics, right? I read read every single one of them, man. And it got to the point where you had... X Factor, X Force, X Men, New Mutants. You had the Blue Team. You had the Gold Team. You had all these. You had the Wolverine miniseries. You had the Cable miniseries. Yeah. You had the Longshot miniseries. Yeah. I read every single one of them, man. Yeah, I think it just comes down to that because even in the comic books, like because Fox also owns Fantastic Four. In the comics, there is no Fantastic Four. They split them up. Like they totally don't even want to have any type of connection with these movies that are coming right. out. Was it like the Fantastic Two now or what? No, it's last time I checked. Um, like it's the just, human, tor- the human torches with the Inhumans. Uh, the Thing has joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's not the Fantastic Thing. No, and there's and there, I, I, pretty a much fantastic even, name. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> I don't even think off. there's Fantastic Four <laughs> at all. Oh, jeez. Okay, our next TV trailer: uh, The Orville. Uh, this, with uh, this Seth MacFarlane. This one looked funny, but hasn't it been done before? I mean, an, yeah, I mean, it's another, you know, basically a show wow. making fun of Star Trek. Yeah, it's uh, what was it called? Galaxy Quest. Yeah, well, you yeah. Know <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny is that we uh, we 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 last week, Philip, we talked to Chad L. Coleman and got a soundbite from him, and we mentioned the Expanse, but I didn't even realize he's one of the major characters in this show. 
I would have I would have brought this up, asking what it was like to work with uh, Seth. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I love Seth MacFarlane, man. I mean, he's I he's super funny. I, I hate that this is a TV show and not a movie. Even though it would not be a very right. successful movie, I think it would be funny. <laughs> As a TV show, though, I don't know if it has like staying power. You know, I mean, ah, it, I guess sitcom style. Maybe it'll work for a little while. Maybe right. Uh, it's, or, it, yeah. it's probably no Galaxy Quest. I'm guessing. Uh, I mean, I'm I'll definitely check it out. Right. Yeah. All right, Lance. The big, probably yeah. the biggest one that came out, uh, Star Trek Discovery. Well, come on, you don't, you 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 guys don't even need to ask me about this one. You know, well, what what do you guys think? Well, I wanted you to break it down for us. What what's what's going on in this? What's what what can we expect? Well, I think the special effects are going to be phenomenal. I mean, judging from what I saw in this in this trailer, yeah, I mean, it was it was very very much movie quality. Special effects is kind of like what yeah. they would have been doing on the Star Trek show if they'd had the budget and the technology to do it all those years. So yeah. I mean, for me, it's just going to kind of come down to storytelling. If the stories live up to Roddenberry's image of what Star Trek is supposed to be, then it's going to be a fantastic show. If not, then it's going to be a beautiful show to watch. But, you know, it may not be that great to, you know, wrap your mind around the stories. I mean, are, are you guys looking forward to this? I, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan, but it it does hold a special place with me because um, my dad is a big Trekkie, right? And so I will definitely check it out. It it looks super interesting, uh, and it's like before Captain Kirk and all that, huh? Right. Yeah. Ten apparently ten years before the the uh, yeah or the original mission. Yeah, I mean, it I looks did. super awesome. I just it it, it it's it. it, it bothers me to no end that it's on this like subscription based CBS bullshit that I know that we've already talked about but right whatever dude they, they just find a way to screw you for lack of a better term because there are children present well, <laughs> and they've, uh, they've left the room so <laughs> then fuck you in the ass that's there what they're go. doing. Goddamn networks are fucking you in the ass. Oh, we're back. finding a way to make their money <laughs> because they can't make their shit through cable. You know what I mean? It's it's I, they're they're digging their own grave. Is what I'm saying. I don't know, man. But I, 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 I definitely will watch the show, but I'm not paying money to CBS to do it. I got you. Well, you'll just have to come over and, and watch it and watch it with me every week then before we record because I guarantee you, dude, I am I am paying the six ninety nine a month to to get this, dude. I mean, there's no question yeah. in my mind, you know. And and, and also, I've, I've always I've always kind of wanted to go back and watch that TV show, The Big Bang Theory, and that's on CBS. So, you know, it'll give me a good opportunity to uh, you know kind of go back and watch those shows too. So, because I yeah. my understanding is they're going to have the entire. Uh, library available anything CB- cbs has ever done from day one so yeah i'm i'm in man you you can come check it out with me and we'll watch the show All before right. we record every week yeah and the, you know the big bang theory is not I, it's i like it it gets a bad rep but it's it's a fun show i've seen i've seen like the first uh season of it and that's it so I'll, I'll go back and check those out just because i've got to pick up on all the all the uh the geek references and stuff you know yeah. <laughs> you guys want to get into the actual trailer park now? 
where we headed? Where are we headed now, there, boys? Yeah, we, where, are we, where are we headed we, to right now? We jumped off the rails and found the trailer park. <laughs> Let's do it. First one we are going to talk about is a beginner's guide to snuff, uh, starring Joey Kern, Luke Edwards, and Bree Williamson, directed by Mitchell Alteri. Quick synopsis, A Beginner's Guide to Snuff is a pitch-black comedy thriller in the vein of early Coen Brothers films. Uh, I have been hearing about this. I, I guess it's been making its way through the festival circuit. So, um, Right. I don't even know what to say about this one. Yeah, I was a little confused on what was really going on. I mean, I know what's going on, but it just seemed a little mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Okay. It didn't look. It didn't look that great to me until it got to the point where she kind of turned the tables on them, and then it was like, okay, this could be kind of interesting. But I mean, yeah. it's not going to be on my top must see. I kind of kind of feel we just you know spoiler alert. Kind of feel like we just seen something like that with Pet. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but done well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say from just just from judging from right. the trailer, done better. <laughs> I agreed. Yeah. <laughs> it sure looked that way, didn't it? <laughs> um, we got a release. Um, I think it's already been out, but officially I think it's coming out June 23rd. Okay, it might well, be good, man, but it's just got a super indie movie style to it. And I mean, that could go very right or very, very wrong. Totally agree. Um, our next one we're going to get into is It Stains the Sands Red, starring Brittany Allen and directed by Colin Minahan, who um, I don't know if you guys checked out the Grave Encounter movies. Uh-uh. Uh, the kind of found footage, like uh, the basis of the movie is basically these, uh, you know, those like ghost hunter shows. Right. Yeah. They go to all these places and they're basically they're fake. Like they set up stuff to happen for the show. Okay. And they okay. go into a place where, you know, not to give it away because I kind of actually enjoyed it. I think it's worth a, uh, a watch. Um, basically, shit goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of the cast, okay. or some of the crew members don't know exactly if it's real or not. And then, like I said, stuff starts happening. And Is it a TV a, series or a movie? No, it's a, it's a movie. There's two of them. Okay. The, the second one is a, a straight continuation from the, the first one. That sounds kind of uh, interesting, man. Yeah, um, they were on Netflix for a while. I don't know if they're still on there, but um, if anybody if anybody knows how to find them, I'm sure they're out there. So you say that's worth the worth the look, huh? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first one more than the second one, but I think it's right. worth a watch. Cool. Uh, quick quick synopsis for this and. Uh, let's see. A troubled woman from Las Vegas with a dark past finds herself stranded in the desert with a lone and ravenous zombie on her trail. And uh, from the trailer, they're trying to say this is one of the best zombie movies made in a long time. Right. Uh, they had they kept having a bunch of critic stuff pop up. You know, yeah. this is as good as, you know, Romero's. <laughs> movies. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. If this is the movie, what it really is with the zombie following right. her, it's going to piss me off because okay. why don't you just kill the zombie so he's not following you? <laughs> I think it's maybe her boyfriend or husband or something. <laughs> that I don't know. Just from the very beginning of it. 
I, I gotta say, I, I wasn't super interested until they started throwing those little review tidbits out there about, you know, I, okay. greatest zombie movie ever and all that shit. Right, and, right. and now I'm like, okay, I think I have to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I mean, I have the, to watch it now. Find so out you're, the so you're believing the hype, huh? I don't know, but I have to watch it to find out. Right. Yeah, uh, finding out what the director did before that I was I was I liked. I'll probably check it out for that. But if this, like I said, if this is the movie, it's just mm-hmm. this one zombie following her for majority of the movie. Um, right. I don't know. It better be the story. Better be captivating or something. I don't right. Know. <laughs> well, I guess uh, remains remains to be seen. Huh. Uh, we got a release date. Um. I think July 14th, but I'm not 100% hmm. sure. Okay. Um, well, I'm, sure we'll, I'm sure we'll check it out. I don't know if we'll review it. I mean, it's a it's a pretty packed summer, movie-wise, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and to our final trailer, uh, Okja, the new Netflix movie. Yes. Now, this looks fascinating. I don't know how else to put it. Okay. This looks like it's different from anything I've seen in a long time. Okay, we got a jam-packed cast here of Tilda Swinton, Jake Gyllenhaal, Paul Dano, Stephen Hewn. Uh, everybody knows him as... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, shit, I just <laughs> blanked on that. I said everybody <laughs> knows. From The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, Lily, yeah, Collins, okay. Lily Collins. Lily uh, Collins. Bill Collins' uh, daughter, by the way. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who is Gus from uh, Breaking oh, absolutely. Bad. Absolutely, sure. And um, oh. I'm going to try my best with this name, Seo Hyun An, who I believe is Perfect. the main girl in the movie. Exactly. Yeah, you you pronounced it exactly correctly, man. Okay, and Bong Joon Ho <laughs> is the director. <laughs> absolutely, dead on, man. All right. Uh, yes, uh, he is the director of Snowpiercer, uh, which okay. we talked about earlier tonight. A uh, quick synopsis. Uh, meet Mija, a young girl who risks everything to prevent prevent a powerful multinational company from kidnapping her best friend, a massive animal named Okja, which my mm-hmm. wife has seen the trailer and she says she wants one. Right. I don't know <laughs> where we, we keep it. <laughs> Good luck. It looks like a big, cute computer animated hippo yeah that's this. exactly that's exactly what uh, what caitlin said she said it looks like a big looks like a big computer generated hippo <laughs> yeah yeah i am totally in on this movie this cast looks great it yeah, looks like it looks it's awesome. gonna it's gonna be one of those like i think tug at your heartstrings type movies mm-hmm. and like i said i think everybody's gonna want to okja after this movie right because he and, seems and, and super and cool a baby Groot, right Yes, those will be the the big things. Um, I, I I like the I like the trailer. I I hope that it doesn't have an agenda because that's kind of what I felt like watching the preview. Did you? Yeah, did you? I, I yeah, could, like I can, a little I political, and I get too much of that shit from Facebook as it is. Yeah, so. I can I can I can understand what you're saying, especially with uh, Tilda Swinton's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's Tilda Swinton and. That scene where she's like just kind of going on about the animals, you know, the benefits of this animal, and then she's just like, and it's fucking delicious, you know. Right. <laughs> she, yeah. she, uh, her alone makes me want to watch this movie. She's great in almost everything. Yeah, I mean, I and like- I'll, I'll watch it, and I'll probably like it, but it's 
probably got an agenda and it's probably going to piss me off. And I kind of <laughs> like I kind of like they didn't throw Jake Gyllenhaal around a lot in the trailer. I don't even no, know they they didn't. I don't, him in the trailer. I didn't I think, either. I didn't even I know he was in the cast. I think he's the guy at the end who has the sunglasses and hat on and he's like about to n- announce Okja. And he's okay. like the one, the only, you know, that guy mm-hmm. at the very end. That's I think that's cool. him. But, sure, um, okay. I yeah. like I don't remember that, man, but that's cool. Yeah, um like I said, I am 100% in and we have right. a release date which everybody this is a Netflix movie, so it will be June 28th. And that is the last of our 100 trailers we just reviewed. All right. Cool. So uh I I think so we had, so we had a whole lot of news, we had a whole lot of trailers and uh with our I guess continued success of adding people to adding people to our Facebook group and adding the uh, we had Darren gave us the idea to create a a uh, a group a group for uh, discussions on Facebook. I'm gonna guess right, Philip. So uh, I'm guessing there's a lot of feedback, man. Uh, we're actually up to 684 likes on our regular Facebook page. Uh, well on our way to the goal of a thousand by the end of the year. So. Like in the page, send it to your friends, let them know how awesome it is, and uh, we'll keep trying to put awesome stuff out. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen Loblad, uh, regarding Eyes of My Mother, uh, he said, That was the weirdest hour and 15 minutes of my life. I'm still trying to figure out what the fuck I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what more can you say? <laughs> Yeah, now it just makes me want to watch it more. I haven't gotten the opportunity because I've been watching so many alien movies lately, but uh, I'll definitely have to check that out. (laughs) Uh, Mark Chevalier, once again, uh, said, This is sad news. Always loved it when when Powers Booth showed up in a movie or TV show. What is sad news? I don't know what he was talking about. Uh, I think he's just talking about uh, uh, Powers Booth passing away. Oh, right, okay. Um, so yeah he's sad about that Um, Denny Louie almost a one year anniversary time bro (laughs) I think for him (laughs) yeah uh, after midnight yeah that was was pretty close for him yeah 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 so that was uh, a year for 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 Brian and me and the show's right on track um Patrick shared some uh, New Mutants casting news. Uh, Sean Pipes. Uh, Anya is going to be playing Ileana Rasputin, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If so, I think she will be great in the part. And then uh, Brian responded to it. Uh, she is, and Maisie is playing Wolfsbane. Yep, Arya from uh, right. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah okay. And now oh, those are and, those are ac- those are actually some uh, some new, new mutants characters from the actual comic book. Yeah, actually, little quick news on that that I probably should have brought up earlier. This will have nothing to do with the other X Men movies because it's not even the same timeline. What? Okay. Yep. I'm cool I with think, that. I think it's Something going different. to be okay. in the same timeline as Deadpool. Oh All wow! Right. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll show up, Philip. Maybe. Well, I, you know, I think it's cool that they're just doing something different instead of kicking around the same timeline thing, you know? I mean, yeah. They, they're, yeah, you know. Keep Fox Brian Singer away from this. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> so, sound like he's going to uh, be too busy on the gifted. 
and then in, regarding the Comic Palooza episode, uh, J. Roberto Antonio Ricardo Black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got through that. <laughs> says, uh, Lance, you were like a kid in a candy store. Sounded like you had way too much fun. I don't know, Lance. Do you have too much fun? Oh, dude, you can never have too much fun, man. Come There's on. There's no such thing. <laughs> that's like it was a too, blast, That's though. like having too much money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, no, that that place was a blast. I mean, there's definitely a few notes we'll take away for uh, for next year, but uh, yeah, we had a great time. What was your What was your favorite part, Philip? Um, I think I just. <sighs> I, I really enjoyed taking pictures of all the costumes and stuff. We have a gallery up on our Facebook page if you guys haven't checked it out. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was just so many different people there, and they were all just super happy to take a picture with you. It was, it was cool. Right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. And you, I, I would definitely say that you got, a, you got a serious book of pictures up for us, man. Way to yeah. way to go, man! You what what kind uh, of camera was that that you brought? It looked like you were like a professional photographer, going yeah, there and interviewing people or something. I, I I used to do some photography back in the day. My mom has been a photography teacher since I was you know little bitty. Oh man! Nice. Uh, no shit. Yeah, so I, I I've shot for some papers uh, when I was a teenager. I just is it's been a long time since I broke out the camera. Well, good, it's good old job. Old school on Digital, man. It's, it's, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's it's old. <laughs> but it right. does the job. Yep, look, look, looking good, man. We appreciate you doing that. Uh, and then Art Kelly says, uh, wow, cool opening from Fred Johnson <laughs> from The Expanse. Uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was definitely a cool part, too. Arian Wayman says, uh, Richard Brake should have been the Joker. Oh, you guys! Wow. You know what? I'm not mad at that. Uh, you know what? He played Joe Chill in the in the Batman movie, right? Was in the it, the Batman Begins. Yeah, wasn't Joe yeah. Chill like a? Uh, I don't know if he was a henchman for the Joker, but wasn't there some connection there or something like that? I think he was. Oh my gosh! Uh, what is the mobster? Falcone. Ah, okay. Yes, yes, yes. You're but, going, you're going further back, like basically before the Joker. Then in that time, yeah. So we're you. in a different time and universe with these DC movies, and with as old as the Batman is in the movie, I think mm-hmm. he would fit in. Yeah, he that would be great, man. What do you think, Philip? You think uh, you think he could yeah. pull it off? I think Richard Brake could definitely pull it off with the with the job that he did with Doomhead. I mean, that was mm-hmm. the best part of of that thirty one movie, and uh, I think he could totally pull off the Joker. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he has the name uh, to back it up, right? But could he do the job? Absolutely. Uh, and then John Mooney actually talks about Richard Brake. He said he was in the uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Uh, and he had his head cut off by Michael Myers after crashing <laughs> the van into a cow. <laughs> Guys, a little bit everywhere. Right. <laughs> Joker got his head cut off. Oh, man. Uh, Phil Meadows <laughs> says uh, D was so good in the howling. She was, man. Oh, she yeah. was great in that movie. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
No, I was going to say, you could tell from her interview, man, she really remembers that role quite a bit. Like, she she spent quite a bit of time talking about the howling. And you could tell yeah. that it was something that really kind of shaped her, I guess, the rest of her career from, you know, from yeah. when she went through filming that. So I think that's a part that's probably pretty near and near and dear to her heart from what, oh, from what we gathered, you know? Great Scream Queen. She was on that episode. Well, she wasn't on the episode, but we talked about her on the episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go check that one I out if you think heard it. She pretty much made every everybody's list, I think. Oh, yeah. I think I'm pretty sure she did. She was somebody's number one. <laughs> Not to right. spoil it. Uh, Cynthia Talbot, a uh, friend of the show. She's uh, always re- also regarding D. She's done so many films over the years and hasn't aged a bit. Uh, and, yeah, really, that's true. She's Still looks pretty young. Thanks to everyone who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. And as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Let us know what you think, and we'll put you on the show or send you a T-shirt or something. Yep, and everybody, please join the Facebook group. It's uh, the Horror Returns group on Facebook because we would definitely like to hear from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. In any any kind of communication, man, whatever whatever it takes to get you guys talking. Please don't make us put Kardashians on our webpage because that's going to piss me off. <laughs> I know there is a I know there was a lot of talk about uh, uh, the Wonder Woman movie, Brian. Didn't you say yeah, something yeah. like 90, 91 different entries or something like that on asking? Yeah, about- there there is a lot of suggestions. I kind of put it out there. Uh, what movie horror or, you know, if horror wasn't available, what movie would you pair with Wonder Woman? And we got a big response, a lot of suggestions. So um, we will look through those uh, suggestions and talk about it. But I really do appreciate everybody's participation. Um, that's yeah. what the Facebook group's for. Yeah, yeah. and at the, at the end of the day, I kind of felt I kind of felt sorry for uh, for our friend Denny Lewis because he's actually going to be on that show with us, and and he was we we had like all these ninety one suggestions, and then Denny Denny finally chimes in with one one little email. He said, "Uh, guys, I thought we were doing Captain America: The First Adventure." <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of heartbreaking to him that we worked. So we 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 may have to to make that the the movie we pair with it. We'll. We'll see. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you. And burn through them quick. I'll tell you what. We, uh, I think we will pair it up with uh, the first Avenger, but I will pick a couple of those movies, and uh, maybe they'll fall into my cool little week, or maybe they'll fall in my not right. so cool little week. Uh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll say I'll probably, I'll pr- probably pick two or three, and I'll, awesome. I'll give little mini reviews. Hi, this is Deborah Voorhees with Tina from Friday the 13th Part 5, and welcome to the Horror Returns. Duck? Okay, I'm sorry, did I mess All right, up? Well, you guys ready to move on to uh, featured attractions? That's the one. Let's do it. Well, this week we go tripping into outer space with Alien Covenant, as well as the original 1979 film Alien. Uh, we'll start out with trivia for the uh, 79 movie. It was directed by Ridley Scott. I know all of our all of our listeners know who he is, but uh, just in case you didn't, he's also known for Prometheus and Blade Runner. Uh, writer was Dan O'Bannon, and I guarantee you that our listeners know who Dan O'Bannon is too, but 
Also known for Total Recall in a segment of the uh, animated movie Heavy Metal. Uh, this is interesting. The blue laser lights that were used in the alien ship's egg chamber were borrowed from the rock band The Who. The band was testing out the lasers for their stage show in the sound stage next door. Have you got, had, had y'all heard that one before? Yeah. I, no, I, that's awesome. I, I think I just heard it on um, – who just did a, a retrospective on aliens? Oh, that probably would have been our friends over at uh, Binge Media. Yep, there you uh, go. And Jack and the boys, right? Yep. Uh, I, I just heard it on there. That Here is we, kind of amazing. That is super amazing. Um, during early development, Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shusett ran into a writing impasse while trying to work out how the alien would, would get aboard the ship. And Shusset came up with the idea, uh, uh, all right, guys, listen to this. The, how about this, guys? The alien fucks one of them. <laughs> which, uh. which was, <laughs> hey, it was, it was eventually developed into the face hugger concept. Which, yeah, kind of does it. <laughs> this, this method of reproduction via implantation was deliberately intent. Yeah, right. Of course it was. Everybody knows that it was deliberately intended to invoke images of rape, right? Um, so, oh, here's where we get into what you love so much, Philip, the political correctness aspect, man. So Uh-oh. both writers were adamant that the face hugger victim be a man. <laughs> Firstly, because they wanted to avoid the horror cliche of women being depicted as an easy first target. Secondly... Because they felt that making a female the casualty of a symbolic rape scene felt inappropriately. And thirdly, and it, I think this worked, to make the male victims feel more uncomfortable with the reversal of uh, genre conventions. I actually uh, agree with all that. That was, yeah. that was very smart on every one of those fronts. Wise choice, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then finally, a little piece of trivia. Ridley Scott actually physically did all the handheld camera work by himself. So I'm going to step Good away job, for a minute. Ridley. You guys, uh, you guys want to get started? I got to take a quick little break and check on the, the kids here, and I'll be right back. Uh, who wants to go first? You want to go, Philip? Um, sure, yeah. I Just to let you guys know, you've been cutting out a few times <laughs> so if if you lose me or if i'm totally lost in the conversation that's why i may have to oh. stop you okay <laughs> but um yeah I, I mean this one is definitely a classic it's not my favorite in the alien series uh which is gonna make some people mad but it's 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 definitely more of a horror film it's uh it's super slow it's super creepy um Ridley Scott I think did a great job in this one. It's it's one of my favorites from him. But he has kind of a slow burn style which is very sleepy to me. Uh where he has there's there's not a lot of dialogue and there's like a lot of ambient noise. It's like being in the car and being lulled to sleep. <laughs> so every time I tried to watch this as a kid, I fell asleep and and you know, it, it's always been, you know, it, it, Alien is such a bigger than life thing, you know. So it's always been an iconic movie, but I've never been able to make it through it uh, until this last time. Um, I watched it. It was great, but it was still kind of sleepy, man. I think I'm just not. 
I, I really hate to have these words coming out of my mouth, but I'm, I'm, I don't think that I'm a big Ridley Scott guy. Like, he's got some movies that are really awesome, but I wish this was better. And it's not that it's not it's it's not that it's not good. And it's definitely not bad by any means. Uh, but just with the the icon that is the alien, I wish it was better. Yeah, I, I wish that I, we were reviewing aliens. You know That's what, what I, I want to say right here. <laughs> you know what? I'm right there with you. Um, this is more of a horror. You know, this one's a horror movie in space, and Aliens is an action movie in space. Um, right. I do appreciate the, the the as you put it the the kind of slow burn the the, the paranoia you don't know where the alien is because it's almost like a, a slasher movie, right? The aliens just creeping around and I too was not really into this movie when I was younger. Cause, matter of fact, I seen Aliens before I seen this one. Yeah, and I was a little little bit disappointed as as a kid, but as I grown over, I I grown to appreciate it more but it does kind of at times is a little tedious and you, you just so? kind of want yeah at, at, at times i just wanted something to happen right because it i don't know it was a kind of a mixed bag for me because you get one hand i'm kind of into it because you know especially the scene with tom scared right and he's crawling through the air when ducts he, I, yeah, when he's in I, the crawl space yeah that was very tense claustrophobic you don't know when um, the alien, uh, the xenomorph, is going to jump out. Right. But then there's other times it's just kind of like, okay, let's you know, something happen. Come on, you know. Well, you uh, you, def- you definitely wouldn't have appreciated the director's cut then because it's three hours and twelve minutes. I did watch the director's right. cut, so <laughs> right. there's no way I'd make it through it. I'd fall asleep, no oh, question. Man. And I don't, I don't know if it's because I watched. Aliens first, and you just got that James Cameron action, True. and and Ripley just kicking ass, and then you know the power of Bill Paxton and all mm-hmm. those catchphrases and lines. I just I don't know. It, it was kind of going from one to the other, but like I said, as I got older, yeah. I I appreciate it for what it was, and it it's so iconic, you know, the, especially the scene with um, the chest burst when yes. first, yeah, Absolute because classic, what. Man. What what really got me was the fact that um oh, Lance help me with the actress's name. Oh, you talking about? Uh, yeah, um, actually, I was thinking that she probably should have been on our Scream Queen list, Veronica Cart- Cartwright. Yeah, I totally. That whole finding out that they didn't even inform the cast of what right. was going to happen, and that's her genuine genuine reaction to what's going on. Oh. Kind of like kind of like a Kubrick. Uh, effect, a, a yeah, and to directing a little bit there. That is, that is probably one of the most iconic scenes out of this whole franchise, yeah. right there. Right. In in movie history, period. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. One one thing about Alien and Aliens, guys, is that they are two totally and completely different movies, and that's what I fucking love about it, and that's what I think works. Because in Alien, like you guys were saying, it's the slow burn. Um, you know that that's a good way to put it. It's kind of like a slasher movie. I kind of saw some um, similarities to the thing actually here with the paranoia and whatnot, uh, and the claustrophobia oh, yeah. and being in a small space and you know not knowing what was coming around the corner and stuff like that. And then Aliens, of course, you just had all out action from start to finish. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I think that's what makes these the, like th- this is probably the greatest. 
All right, well, Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2 were a really good one-two punch. And uh, I'm trying to think of another movie and its direct sequel that were this effective. I mean, I really think Alien and Aliens together were just perfect. And like you guys were saying, Alien 3 or Alien, you know, Cubed or whatever you want to call it, a lot of people (laughs) get pissed (laughs) off about it and say, you know, it just wasn't that great of a movie. But I really liked it as well. I mean, I I think that... um, I think they did the right thing by making two completely different movies in the same the same universe, you know? Yeah. I still think, though, it, like, it, nobody wants to admit it, but Aliens is better. I'm sorry. It I is. Disagree. It's not the original. I, I, I rate, it's not the original, Alien but it's higher, better. Actually. I actually rate Aliens because about a point higher, but I love Aliens. Don't get me wrong. It's, I know it's everybody says Aliens is, like full of full of action and stuff but right. dude the alien doesn't show it's like jaws it absolutely. doesn't show up yeah, until like halfway through the movie yeah, yeah but i think that <laughs> once shit hits the fan it's tense the whole way through and uh, I, that's that's the thing that the alien lost for me it was just it was there was too many too many downtimes to me uh, I disagree i disagree totally on that but i totally agree with you on on aliens i mean it's fucking awesome and you know you're yeah. you're right. It, it it is a slow burn that does end up with a whole lot of action in it. But I I, I will say this uh, that like I said I, I rate Alien a little bit higher. That's just because it spoke to me a little bit more. But I mean don't yeah. get me wrong. Aliens is 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 definitely a top ten film for me for sure. It's just that cool. Alien is probably a top five film for me. And I can I can see that side of the coin. Also wanted to throw in there how much. Uh, of the video game Halo had to have been uh, inspired by Aliens because yeah. it's it's basically the whole first video game. <laughs> Ali- Aliens had a pretty badass uh, shooter game in the arcade back in the day. Oh yes, I oh yeah, remember that man, I do remember that. Yeah, I would say you know, th- like I said, guys, this 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 is one of my top five uh, horror movies for sure. You know, it's right. Up, it, it's not quite up there with The Exorcist and Clockwork Orange, but it's you know, it, it's up there. It's up there near the top. And yeah. what I like so what I like so much about this one was, you know, like you guys said, they took a little while to to get go to get going on it. They didn't just hit you over the head with it. But when they did get to the uh, the horror scenes, I thought the special effects for 1979 were fucking phenomenal. Um, oh, absolutely! I mean, they were right up there with the thing, in in my, in my yeah. opinion, you know. And they didn't use it. Yeah, obviously, this is way before any CGI or anything like that. I just thought right. that the design of the alien creature. The only thing that bothered me a little bit about it was how quickly. And this is where you just kind of have to suspend disbelief. But it, it seemed like he shut off that skin. That uh, 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 Jonesy found that skin, you know, and then uh, Harry Dean Stanton's character came up and and stumbled upon it, it, it had shedded mm-hmm. it, and then all of a sudden it was like full size. I thought that was a little too quick. Maybe they could have filmed it where they said, okay, well, we've been on the ship a couple of months, and now it's this big or something like that. But yeah. again, how would it, it have hidden, you know, that long? But And, um, and can, I say, can I say fuck Jonesy? Fuck <laughs> that cat, really. Everybody's so worried about that damn cat. I know, right? Even at the, even at the <laughs> well, end, man, when she 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 had Jonesy in his little crate, right, and trying to trying to keep him safe there at the end too, huh? Oh, when she had the world's tiniest panties on. I didn't yeah, have, I didn't have a big problem with that. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? According, 
Sigourney Weaver was kind of pulling it off, but man, she should have probably bought a size bigger. <laughs> it's like whoever was in charge of wardrobe, they were like, this is all we have, so make it work. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I'm, why, I'm, why even wear them at that point? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with there with both of you guys. You know, I have love for both movies. Because like, like you said, Lance, these are Alien and Aliens, they're just two completely different movies. But but they go perfectly well together. Yes, they do. And and I'm since you asked the question, you know, I'm racking my brain. I can't think of a two totally different movies that just go so good together. Yeah, like and, I said, Back to the Future cuz uh, when when Back to the Future ended and he he uh, Doc Brown got out and said, "Marty, we got to go. Your kids. It's all about your kids. They're causing all kind of problems. We got to go back to the future." And I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna suck," but it didn't. They actually pulled it off the way oh. they 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 made the second one, and it was so different from the first one, and yet they went together perfectly. I can't think of two others that go together that you well. You know what? This, the, one. The, this might be a future uh, Facebook group question right here because I cannot think of anything except now that you say back to the future that just keeps popping up in my head i cannot think of anything that went as well together the godfather um hey maybe <laughs> the, maybe the new planet of the apes films because uh, the first one yeah, was really slow burn to... and it was the story all about yeah. you know caesar being developed and all that and then the second one was more like you know all-out battle and stuff like that you know that's but, nah, true. Not quite, you know. I I don't know if you can put them on that level yet, you know. Yeah, true. but I mean, on on a on a on a baby steps level, yeah, that one that one works, I think. Yeah, I'm racking my brain while you guys are talking. I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what else? Um, a lot of people say that. Um, oh, uh, Psycho and then uh, Psycho Two are, are are really are really go really well together, but they're both totally different themes. But I haven't seen I, Psycho I've still 2, never so seen I couldn't it. tell you. I could see yeah, that. Yeah. And, and, you, and all my bullshit sequels I watched since we've been doing the show, right. that's another series that is actually pretty good. I remember you saying that, and I kind of I kind of want to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We uh, ready for scores on Alien? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, you, uh, you, I know you guys went first, so, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, save, I think we're going to save the biggest number for last for a change with me here. Probably. I, I'm going to say just because of the iconic creature, and it's still a great movie, uh, I'm, I'm going to give it uh, an 8. Uh, but that's that's high for me for this movie because uh, I think it is a little sleepy. Right. Um. I also agree with you. This is a very iconic, you know, this is, this is the one that started it all or right. at least, you know, release that started it all. Cause you know, we we're in the prequels now, but, um, I am also going to give it an eight. Um, it's very similar. Like you said, Lance to the thing, which is my favorite movie. And, um, it has something in this movie that, Actually, I'm not going to bring it up until we get to the next one. It has something in this movie that I really love that I didn't get with the new one. Right. And um, yeah, it's it's a very iconic film, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight also. Yeah, the thing. I mean, we, we're all talking about the slow burn, and I really appreciate how they did that and built everything up, which was kind of reminiscent of Jaws a little bit. 
Um, and like you said, uh, Philip, a little reminiscent of Aliens, where it takes them a while to get there. And so I really mm-hmm. appreciated that part, but I think that the thing that sold me so much on this movie was that it was it was almost kind of like a... Because there's so many haunted house movies that are done shitty, where like you're going through this haunted house and you got to look around corners and what's coming next and something pops out here and something makes noise here and lights flash here and smoke comes after your steam or whatever. But I thought this movie at the end of it was just a masterpiece. Like the last 15 minutes of it, when she got off the first ship and or coming up to where she got off the first ship and then the part where she kind of thought she'd escaped and, and, and everything was over with, this was like the, the perfect haunted house movie. And that's weird yeah. to say because it's like in a spaceship and it has nothing to do with haunted houses or or, or, or ghosts or anything like that. But I, I thought it did it the way that a lot of these other movies should have done it right. But no, I mean, it's this is a top five for me. It's a, For me, it's a 9.5. Nice. And it totally makes sense the way that you described that. Aliens, for me, however, is a 10. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. A- a- Aliens, for me, is an 8.5. I love it. Actually, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd probably give Aliens a 9. Come to think, um, probably, probably nine, nine and a half for me. If we're yeah, well, there aliens. you go, man. We're all we're all kind of in the same in the same area here, you know. Yeah, two great, definitely movies, great, man. definitely one of the greats. Yeah, absolutely. Game over, man. <laughs> all right, there you well, go. Uh, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yep. All right. So the big one this week, of course, was uh, Alien Covenant, also directed by Ridley Scott. As our uh, listeners know so well, um, the main screenwriter was John Logan. You guys familiar with any of his work? No. Uh, Gladiator and Star no. Trek. Star Trek Nemesis. Oh. As well okay. as another uh, a number of other movies. Uh, and there's a guy named Dante Harper that that co they got co screenwriting credits, but. I don't know who the fuck this guy is because I do not see his name anywhere at all, either in IMDb or elsewhere. So not too sure about this Dante Harper guy, but I don't know. I've got a, I've got a feeling that Ridley Scott had a lot of input in the in the screenplay on this one, or I, I would imagine that he did. Um, as, as everybody knows, it is a sequel to the 2012 film Prometheus. Uh, it is the second installment in the Alien prequel series. It is the sixth installment overall in the Alien film series. And it's actually the third one to be directed by Ridley Scott. Um, if anybody's wondering what the word covenant means, a covenant is an agreement or a promise, uh, specifically in biblical terms. One of the covenants between God and humanity was a promise by God to never again wipe clean the earth as he had done with the great flood. Another covenant was uh, the giving of the law to Moses. That was an agreement that the Israelites would follow God's commandments and God would justly judge those who broke those commandments. So we're talking real, uh, I guess, like old school here, like uh, the vengeful, wrathful God as we used to know and love so much before uh, that dude named Jesus showed up. Mm. Um there is a scene. I've got, I'm sure you guys noticed the scene where the uh, in in the first Alien movie it, it started out with that that slow pan with the the little birds that were drinking the water, like moving yeah. back and forth. There, there's actually one in this one. Did you guys catch it? Yes. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting. But uh, uh, Alien Covenant, where to where to begin, guys? Hmm. I guess I'll start. Um, 
What I okay. Um, you you almost gotta talk Prometheus with this, right? Or yeah, you- I I do. I wish they included the scene. Oh my gosh, I'm about to spoil it. <laughs> um, okay, you guys you guys go because I'm yeah, I'll, like, I'll I, get, I haven't. I had just listeners. I had just got out of the theater like an hour or so ago, so I'm still trying to collect my thoughts on this movie. Hard to process. Yeah, yeah, uh, I understand. I'd, yeah, I'd like I'd like to get started if you if you don't mind, Philip, because uh, yeah, of course. I, I, I'd, I I'd like to hear. I, I'm still having a hard time processing, actually. Okay, and I'm thinking from what I'm hearing from a lot of my friends and from from Facebook postings that I probably like this movie a lot better than many others did, and uh, for me that's pretty un, you know pretty unusual because I'm usually a pretty harsh critic, but um, I was able to retcon everything in my mind to make this to make everything that happened in this movie fit perfectly with the Alien universe. I had when, when it was all said and done, and I thought back on it. I had no problems at all. And I'm even going to go back, and I probably have to wait for spoilers for this, but I'm going to go back, and, and I, I have a theory about Ash in the first movie. Now, it's probably a George Lucas-type thing where, you know, if you if you were to ask Ridley Scott now, he would probably say, oh, yeah, I meant to do that. I'm, I meant that all along. But, of course, he didn't. There's right. no way he could have. But I kind of like the way everything fit together here. My favorite part of this movie was a lot of what you guys loved about Aliens is that when you get into the last half hour of this movie, it was fucking action-packed. And I really, really appreciated and enjoyed that. I really liked the uh, the edge-of-your-seat action in this movie. Um, you, you know I, what? I do, I do agree with you because we got that Ridley Scott, that slow burn in the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we got more action than I think we even probably got in Prometheus. You know what? This movie, to me, almost the first half felt like Alien, and the second half felt like Aliens. I can, Yeah, I can kind of see that, yeah. I mean, there was just right. a lot of shit going on in the second half of this movie. How, you know? how did you feel about the design of the, um, from what I'm hearing, it's called a, a Neomorph, right. which is the, the, the white Oh, I loved the, it, dude. I really I Oh yeah, that out. <laughs> I, That I was creepy. In this movie was great. I mean, I love I love the way that the first cuz we got to really dance around here cuz there's this movie is basically one 2-hour long spoiler. Yeah. You know, yeah. To it. Good but point. it really love, is a story. Okay, okay. So we'll hit on some things that were covered in the trailer. So anyone who's seen the trailer already knows that somebody steps on a spore and they end up breathing in, you know, the spore or whatever. So, okay, so it's instead of a face hugger, that was the entry method. I thought that was fucking brilliant. I love yeah. the way that they did the close-up to that and they showed it entering the, the individual. And then yes. I really like the way that, uh, you know, again, the only problem I have is that things seem to happen a little too fast. Like, instead of gestating for months or weeks or whatever inside this person, it comes out, like, within, what, 15 minutes or whatever? Which is no spoiler. I mean, all that's pretty much in the trailer. Yeah, because when you get into which would be Alien, Aliens, and all those other movies. Right. It takes more time. But in this one, it's almost instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah, I had a little bit of a problem with that, quite frankly. But, I mean, it was still, I like the way that they did it. And I love the designs. 
And uh, Kevin was, I mean, Kevin and I kind of got into a little, uh, you know, a little mini messenger battle because, you know, he really had some big fucking problems with it that I didn't see, you know, or that I was able to get past. And, um, you know, I, I didn't think it was that CGI heavy. Did you guys? Um, that, that was one of no. my problems. And the only reason I think it was one of my problems is because I had read an article how they had hired hired these actors that are basically like seven feet tall and they're lanky. And so I'm I'm thinking we're getting more practical than than what we got in the movie. Right. Yeah. Alien 3 was CGI heavy. Oh, was my gosh. Yes, it was. <laughs> that, like a fucking cartoon alien running on right. the ceiling. The yeah, rest I, of the movie was great, but that yeah, the CGI was awful. <laughs> I I, did, I didn't have that I didn't have that big of a big of a problem. I mean, it, it, I mean it, to it me, it didn't look that CGI ish or whatever. It didn't. You no, it didn't I didn't take I, me I out. Didn't think so. It didn't take me out because I thought I thought the the face huggers were amazing. You know, like I said, yeah. the, the, what did I call them? The neomorphs, right? I, I oh really, yeah, because they, they looked cool. really creepy and gross right. looking and. Almost, I wish they spent some more time on them. Yeah, almost had, you know, they had no eyes or what it yeah. looked like. They had no eyes and it was just right. weird. And they kind of, I'm probably getting way into spoilers here, but but I just thought the, the, the <laughs> designs no, really. of the aliens I thought really. were I mean, super you're, cool. You're, you're, you're talking around it, man. You're yeah. Pretty, um, they I look like something it. out of a Silent Hill game, man. Ooh, it was yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I and I thought um, I thought the acting was really good from everybody. I was the right. the one I was really worried hoping about hoping to to not worried, I was hoping was Danny McBride and I right. thought he did a very good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I didn't want to see comic relief Danny McBride. I'm just going to be the fucking goofy the goofy guy, I believe his name was Tennessee. Yeah, but yeah. I wish he had some comic relief in there to me, man. I, yeah, I well, wish that he had some lines that were funny and there were none. I, I, I kind of do, but the the main reason is because the whole announcement of him involved with the new Halloween movie and writing it. And I want people to look past the comedy and That's you know true. this is this this is something before he got into acting he didn't want to act he wanted to be a screenwriter and he was he's he's into horror and fantasy and i just kind of wanted him to like basically come out of his you know wheelhouse in this movie and show everybody he can be more serious if he wanted to be you know and right? i thought yeah. you know for the most part he did a good job mhm yeah, yeah, I was kinda, okay. He kind of pulled it off. Right. What, what, what did you What did you guys think about Fastbender? I thought he was great. Yeah, well, he was he was great in Prometheus, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he picks up right where he left off in this one. I thought he was amazing. He's definitely sure. the best part of this movie. You think he's uh, the best part of the movie? I, I liked all the creatures. I really well. I guess the the, the you can't kind of <laughs> separate the two from each other. Yeah, that's hard to that's hard to say. Uh, right. But I mean, you know, I mean, I, I I love. I actually really loved Prometheus, and uh, right. I did too. A lot of people didn't. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah I, I, I liked I, it too. I figured that was right up your alley, Lance. I I, I really liked Prometheus, mm-hmm. and I think that Michael Fassbender was the best part of that movie too. And right. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, really, I'm really itching to get into spoilers. But go go ahead, still, Philip. What still irritates me, and I don't know how into spoiler territory this brings us, uh, Guy Pierce. What the fuck? Oh no, that's that's the first two seconds of the movie, dude. That's not spoiler at all, man. 
Well, I, the only, I mean, why? Why, why is he that scene in there? I don't understand. I don't understand why he's in this role. I don't I'm know. Not, I don't know. Well, he, he, he put he him was, as that He's person. God. He created, he, it's, it's like, there's a lot of Star Trek in here, like with Data and Lore. Well, <laughs> oh, shit. Reasons I can find here, to cast, uh, 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 how old is Guy Pierce? What, maybe 50? Yeah, but they make him look like super old or whatever. Make him look like he's like 90 in the right. entire movie of Prometheus. And mm-hmm. except this one little bitty scene in the beginning of this yeah. one. And what I what I think it is with with the announcement of the next movie being before this one, uh, I think we'll get more Guy Pierce and uh, New Meeber Pace. Or maybe maybe more flashbacks of Guy Pierce. Okay. Right. Which Maybe. come to find but, out, he yeah, was yeah. he was uncredited in the first one. Guy Pierce, yeah, yeah but I he, believe he had more of a role in the first one than he than in Prometheus than he did in this one. No, I mean from what I heard, he was uncredited in uh, right Prometheus. Huh? Yeah, and he actually, like I said, he actually had more yeah. of a role in that one. He was in he was in that one yeah. more than he was. Oh, in this okay, one. yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Although he was what like a hologram or something like that. I haven't seen Prometheus in a few years. I guess that's got to be it, man. It, well, I see, and I just watched it, and it was—I still really loved it as a mm-hmm. as a separate film, aside from Aliens. As long as you're not trying to fit it into the timeline. Yeah, but you uh, gotta um, have to, though, don't you? Yeah, and, yeah and it was, I guess so. But as long as you know that it happens way before the timeline, right. I, I I think it still I, works. I mean, I like that I watched it before this because there were some things I picked up about Fassbender's character, right. That yeah. kind of went into uh, this movie. Okay, that makes sense. And I like what they did with Fassbender on in, in this one. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, it's funny that you said that the first half of the movie was kind of like uh, Alien, and then the second half was like Aliens. Because I actually, even though I like the movie Aliens better, uh, I liked the first half of this movie a lot better than really? uh, than the second half. Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, I. I like that uh, it, that they're that they were pushing the story aspect of it, and you were finding out a lot of really cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I feel like it was a good movie. I mean, it was very good. It it, it just it was missing something for me, and I couldn't tell you what that is specifically. Right, but something something wasn't quite there. It didn't grab me like I wanted it to. What do you, what do you get? Let me ask you this: What this kind of a little bit off off topic here, I guess? But I'm trying to kind of think big picture <clears throat> to wrap your mind around what kind of filmmaker is Ridley Scott and what is he thinking? Do you guys think that he has faith? That he is a man of faith? Do y'all think he believes in God and the Jesus mythos and all that, or do you think he's more of an atheist? Oh. Um. <laughs> Well, that's a lot of the question in these movies. Exactly, man. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, basically, if you watch this series in one way, you could be thinking that there's that it almost kind of proves the existence of God. But if you watch it in a different, you know, more remote, more of a uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson-y type, you know, detached way, it, it's almost proving God, almost proving God doesn't exist because everything mm-hmm. just came from some other you know, creator that, what is this creator? Well, it was created by something else. I mean, I, 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 to me, it's just kind of fascinating what, and he's made other movies that deal with religion as well. 
And it's just kind of like, to me, when I watch the body of work that Ridley Scott has produced, I almost think that he's a, he, he is a man who is in constant conflict with, am I a man of science or am I a man of faith? And what's the difference between the two ultimately? And I mean, it yeah. just, this raises so many questions. And I really like the way that he puts all that together because he, it almost to me seems like he presents it that it could just as easily be either way depending on your interpretation. Yeah, because there, there is a character in this movie who is all about his faith. And they bring it up a couple times in the in they the movie. They do, man. They go out right. of their way to bring it up a few times, right? Well, they've they brought it up a few times in the entire series. It's it's been there from from day one. As a matter of fact, Alien Three, uh, they were in the prison and they kept uh, talking about um, believers, you know. And right. yes, I have a feeling that their believers were believing in these engineers. Oh, <laughs> so I, I think they all kind of connect at some point. Philip, <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. No, I mean that's I really yeah. appreciate that. He gets you thinking. I mean, he definitely gets you thinking. Yeah, that's what I like about it. You know, and you know, now that we talk about the Guy Pierce thing, and it finally clicked when I was spitting the words out of my mouth. I, I, he's obviously got a plan for these next couple of sequels. So, uh, right. We'll see how he goes. You know, I, I I may like the movie. I think I have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, a lot I'm to gonna, take I'm in. I'm going to watch it multiple times. But I think yeah. I enjoyed this movie more than most people did. Just from what I'm reading and just from who I'm talking to and stuff like that. Um, I just thought it was a nice, seamless little little piece. And, and Kevin said, well, there's all these plot holes and this couldn't have happened. And other people have said that too. But I'm kind of like, I'm thinking, you know what though? In my mind, it could happen because I've got a couple of ideas how maybe this was all a setup from the very beginning. Yeah. When you maybe, look at the first alien movie, maybe there's, it seems like there's plot holes just because the way he um, has these movies mapped out because, you know, first you get a prequel, then you get a sequel to the prequel. And like I said, the next one's supposed to be, a prequel to the sequel of the prequel. Maybe that's why it kind of seems like there's plot holes, but maybe in the, in the long run, when this is all out and everything, it'll all make sense. As, uh, as long as he's got a plan and he doesn't go, uh, they were all dead, you know, he says he has like four more ready to go. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, like, no, like that's, I, that's the only reason I can think stuff. of for casting a young Guy Pierce. And I don't right. know if this is a, a hint into the next movie, but I believe the next one's called uh, uh, Alien Awakening. Okay. Huh. Which was okay. supposed to be the Bloom Camp movie, right? I don't know, man. That's never going to happen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that not just a straight kick in the nuts? You ain't doing yeah. my movie, bitch. <laughs> yeah, he totally... Yeah, it's, it's, he put an end to that. So, mm. Neil Blomkamp, I, I do enjoy your movies, but maybe it's time to figure out your next script or something, because it's not happening. Right. Give up Move on it. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys ready for scores so we can spoil? Let's do it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, who did did I go first or who ended up going first on this one? Uh, I attempted to, but then I passed <laughs> it to you. Yeah, I mean I give I give it an eight point five, man. This was uh this could wow. be could be 
probably not top five of the year, but it'll be an honorable mention for sure. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I I could definitely look past any of the, you know, any of the retcon issues that, you know, some people have a problem with or whatever. I, ah, oh, man, I really liked the action at the end. I, re- I really was getting into it when they were, well, spoilers ahead, I guess, right? Fair enough. Uh, Brian, you went next, huh? Uh, I think so. Um, um, there's not much that I had a problem with this movie, which probably sounds weird since um, it was hard for me to give a review because it's very long. Like Lance said, this movie is one big spoiler. Like anything you say that wasn't in the trailer is just going to give something away. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I wish there was a less CGI in the movie. So that kind of takes it away a little bit. I'm going to go with in soft eight. Okay. That's still a damn good score, man. Yeah, I'll give you that. And I, you know, I, it's 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 not a bad movie. It's definitely Ridley Scott. It's got him written all over it. Is it's a slow burn. Um, yeah, parts of it get a little sleepy again to me. Uh, but good story. You're finding out a lot about the whole world. Um, I think the only problem I had with it, and I can't decide whether to say it. Okay, well, since they've already it said that he's going to have you know four or five whatever sequels to the whole Prometheus thing, right? We can already agree that this doesn't run right into the original Alien. Yeah, right. that's what I. That's what I wanted. That's what I yeah, wish they would. Yeah, ev- I mean, eventually something will, but does it really even have to at this point? You know, I mean, they've kind of yeah. they've kind of told that story now. Well, and and I, I uh, okay, and the but rest, the rest of the reason for that, I'm not going to talk about until spoilers. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Not I bad. think it's good. That's pretty good. Man. I think it's 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 right now for me. My ranking system goes aliens, alien, Prometheus, um, probably this one. And then Alien 3. Oh, you like this more than Alien uh, 3. Oh, you forgot uh, about Alien Resurrection. Oh, and you forgot about <laughs> AVP. Oh, well, that one goes at the end, obviously. Everybody keeps fucking forgetting about AVP. Come on. I didn't and forget had, about it. Two well, of Alien. There were two See, AVPs. and I didn't forget about those either, but they go at the end. <laughs> I'm not worried about those. <laughs> they all go at the end. <laughs> oh, you can't man. compare those movies to, to what we're talking about right now. <laughs> you right. know? Um okay. so yeah, I think it's I think it's up there. I, I don't I don't think it's better than Prometheus. Um maybe I wish that it was like we got two of the movies at the same time so I could watch them together or something. But yeah. Yeah, seven seven and a half is what I give it. That's that's good. That that's a full recommendation from all of us to go check it out. Oh yeah, yeah it's for oh, sure. You it's definitely have to watch it. Did, uh, real quick, did you guys see this in IMAX? Uh, I no. didn't. I don't know if I like IMAX. I don't know if I'm just getting older, but it was <laughs> too loud for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> they like they used to say like a, on on the old uh, Kiss tour T-shirt on the back. It said, "If it's too loud, you're too old." I might be getting old because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was just my theater, but it was extremely like, and there was just a lot of 
when nothing was happening, there was just a lot of noises going on. I'm like, what the right. hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't even offer this one in 3D when I was uh, on on the opening night. So, uh... all right, I think we're ready for spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right. Well, listen. Hey, here's the thing, guys. The one of the one of the biggest things that bothered me with the first alien movie i already told you guys that the main thing that bothered me was that it's it's like the alien creature grew too quickly they didn't explain right. why it grew grew from like a basically an embryo size uh or that thing that jumped out that was singing hello my baby hello my darling hello my baby. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah with the top hat and shit and then all of a sudden it was the big fucking alien like within what an hour or something like that that's a good you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. We got to review that someday, guys. We have to. Are we in, we are we in spoilers now? Oh yeah, we're we're yeah we're big time. Okay, spoilers. yeah, I, you know that was kind of one of my problems with this one because yes, for sure. <laughs> he um, the the when we finally got the Xenomorph. Uh, from uh, when he came out of Doctor Manhattan in the movie, right, right. He instantly like. Five minutes later was full size. Yeah, no time flat, right? I, I don't understand right. how that works. That's that that's the that's the biggest problem. But but the second biggest problem I had, guys, with the first movie, is and I know they did it on purpose because they had to trick the rest of the crew into thinking that uh, Ash was an actual human. But I noticed that when I was rewatching the first Alien movie, uh, Kane gets up for or John Hurt's character gets out first. And he, he starts, like, walking around and stuff like that. And then you kind of, the camera pans over to the right a little bit. And you see Ian Holmes, you, you see Ash's character, like, breathing. And it's like, okay, he's coming out of stasis also. I know they did that to fool us. But now, after the events of this movie, I believe that Ash was not fucking in stasis that whole time. He fucking tricked them. He was walking around this ship. I think the whole the whole finding oh, yeah. alien species was a setup. I think that the Whalen Company knew that it was there, and they weren't going out there to mine and bring stuff back to Earth for to use as energy. They were literally going out there from day one, and Ash was the mastermind, the puppet master, who was watching and making sure that they made it out there to pick up the species. And I think you, they're going to oh tie it together again. You can almost say that about the beginning of Aliens how she's explaining to the as they put it the company right yeah um, and they're disregarding everything that happened because there's a, a colony there but maybe they knew about the aliens there and they had to it was just it, it more sense now this as they put it to me makes it make more sense now of why yeah, as acted they, the way he did as they put it in this movie it was just more meat for the alien and maybe and that was a great that, that was a great go, line yeah. Um, wow. David or uh, David's an asshole, man. <laughs> Michael Fassbender played that character great because that guy. And what I was saying about Prometheus is you can start to see his disdain for humans because you've got Numi Rapace. I forgot the actor's name, but it was a uh, uh, Nomi Rapace's uh, husband. Right. Yeah, he's how he was just constantly like 
come here, boy. Get over here, boy. You know, uh, just yeah, treating him like yeah, a, a yeah, servant, basically. And and as as they said in in this movie, David wasn't made to serve. You know, really, he he mm-hmm. developed emotions and ideas, and it was. And I I like the difference of him and um, what was the other one, Walter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is a complete difference played by the same actor, but just different, complete different characters. Yeah, I, I liked that, too, because I actually really uh, it was kind of rooting for for Walter uh, it, right. and, and, and portion rooting for David. I mean, this is one of those movies where you kind of root for the bad guy. Which Sometimes. I kind of I kind of <laughs> agree with the character of David was saying, because when he asked Walter, why did you save her? And he said it because he said you saved her out of love. And he said no duty because he's mm-hmm. not made to basically have emotions and stuff like that and feel. Right. I kind of think he was. He just never let on. I think he was developing human traits, uh, the Walter character as, yeah. as the movie was going on. And I do you think he's necessarily dead? I don't know. Because uh, I don't he, know. I mean, they revealed they that the, the, Yeah, they revealed the newer models uh, have some upgrades and he basically healed himself when uh, he got stabbed in the neck. Yeah. So um Well, it, who's to say David didn't take over his his body, you know? I mean, uh, uh, David yeah. may have some new upgrades now, man. I don't know. There's there's a whole lot of things, but yeah, and back to the point though, when you were saying that they 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 grew up really fast, um, I I kind of had an issue with that. Uh, I wish they had explained a little more in Prometheus, but I definitely wish they explained more in this one, where like how did the eggs get there? You know what I mean? Like you you've got all these different strains of the alien virus, and and none of them really. Are definitive yet. Yeah, because does that make sense? Far, like you don't yeah, know how it, they work. When it comes when it comes to the is. when it comes to the eggs, all we know is it comes from the queen alien. Which right, I didn't see a queen alien in this movie. You do kind of have to retcon, don't you? Uh, uh I mean, I'm sure there's know. a way you could explain it all, and it would make sense, you know. But you'd have yeah. to be uh, a little bit better, uh, I guess, thinker through a writer than I am, I think, to to put all the pieces <laughs> together. But maybe they'll eventually yeah. uh, bring them all together by the time it's all said and done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, hopefully Scott has a plan for it. I think he probably does. But I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see uh, more into this alien world. I love it. Yeah. I, I, like I was saying in the um, – previous uh, before we got into spoilers i do like the design of the the neomorph and i as yeah. i like how the spores went in oh i loved you know, all that man but i really liked how they just they wasn't just chest bursters they came out of wherever they felt like they wanted to come out oh <laughs> right and, and i i took my son to see this one and he was just like horrified uh, especially with the <laughs> the one that bursted out of the the guy's back Yes. Oh, was, yeah. And it cool, just man. basically just poured out of his back. And I was like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. but I, I really, <laughs> really like that. And uh, I wanted to bring up something. Maybe you guys can help me. What was the point of James Franco being in this movie? 
<laughs> just to be in the movie. To give fantasy movie points to my team for the binge fantasy league. <laughs> do you think he has a bigger role in another movie? Yeah, he's he will, for sure. There's no doubt, man. Now, especially now that you say that the other one like came before this. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's probably well, gonna care. it's probably going to follow both groups, both uh, Numi Numi Rapace and and her favorite android, as well as our our good our good friends here and their favorite android. You know. Yeah, and that's so well, fuck, fucked up what he did to her, David. Oh yeah. Because they they yeah. they lead you to believe that she died in the plane or in right. the spaceship crash, and you know she right. has a gravestone and everything, but that's yeah. not exactly what happened. It, he was basically so, using her using her as meat, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of not mad that they're doing a prequel to this one, you know, after Prometheus and before that. But I kind of wish they had done it before they came out with this with one. With this you one, know? no it, shit. Yeah, it would have been better, I think. Yeah, because now that I'm thinking about it, there might have been more to Numi Rapace's character. Maybe she didn't d- die. Maybe she also witnessed what he did to the engineers, how he... Let loose that um, virus or whatever it was oh, that, that yeah, killed that all pretty, of them. That was pretty right. fucked up, man. Maybe that that's maybe that's issue. where they fell. Maybe that's where they fell out. Had a falling yeah. out was what he did. I wanted I wanted to see more of the engineers in this one. Also, I was I was really excited about that. And uh, they're all yeah. They, they got they got taken out. Like, they got taken out like bitches in this one, didn't they? But obviously, in the beginning of Alien. It's an engineer sitting in that chair right. that the chestburster has come out of. So I'm trying to figure out and wrap my brain around how the engineer ran into the face hugger if David engineered the face huggers after the engineers hmm. were dead. Couldn't have happened. There, there has to be another oh. explanation. Yeah, so I'm sure that maybe in the prequel and maybe the the reason that it didn't come out before this one, maybe there's only one more into this Prometheus story. Maybe they go to the prequel to this one, and in the end of that, David throws a uh, face hugger onto a ship with an escaping engineer. Well, maybe uh, maybe that maybe they'll get into time travel in the next one, huh? Oh Jesus Christ! I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you you write yourself into a corner, time travel. <laughs> I know. See, that's what that's that's my problem. I felt like he, right. I mean, he's obviously an right pan, um, but I feel like he's kind of written himself into this corner now, and it doesn't make any sense. So right. I'm I'm waiting for it to make sense. That's what I think I'm I'm irritated with at the moment. Well, you're not uh, you're not, not the only person, believe me. <laughs> Based yeah, on Messenger not, and Facebook and Twitter and <laughs> you're not yeah. the only one. Don't worry about that. It's just not that it was it's not that it wasn't a bad movie. It was just it's it's hard right. to fit this into the timeline and make it make sense. It's just <laughs> FYI, we're having a huge uh, thunderstorm out here. I don't know oh, if okay. it's affecting our internet coverage at all or anything like that, but uh it's uh, it's like a mega storm going on, oh, so that could have something oh, I need to do with it. You know? Uh oh, right. everybody there? We we should probably wrap this one up. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. All right, yeah, let's let's wrap this up. I think we got everything out in spoilers. Yeah. Any uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, plus, like I said, like, guys, I loved it, man. I mean, Alien is my favorite. Uh, Aliens is my second favorite. 
um, Prometheus and this one are kind of tied. And well, I don't know, man. I kind of liked Alien Cubed or Alien Three or whatever. Damn, it's gonna be hard for me to decide, guys. Yeah, Phillip, all I'm gonna you go ahead. Yours, Philip. What, what are what are yours in order, Brian? Okay, I'm I'm gonna say Aliens, Alien. Prometheus, Alien Covenant, and then everything else. Okay, so you and Philip are pretty much in lockstep then. Yeah, yeah. and all I'm going to okay. say is everybody go into this movie knowing that they're planning multiple sequels. Right. Which some of them might be prequels to sequels. Yeah, so, it does run right into Alien. Yeah, I, I, what I feel and what I'm hoping on is in the end right. when he gets out all these planned movies that it will all make sense. If anybody has any kind of we can problems with hope. certain things. It's, okay, and on it's, that it's, note, like everybody's <laughs> internet's putting going out. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's like they're putting weird pieces of the puzzle together, and I wish that they would make them fit. <laughs> right. I think they will. Uh, we shall see. <laughs> yeah. As, I, as our good friend Jack Falby the Fourth would say, as long as da- Damon Lindelof ain't directing it, we're probably going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. I guess that's it. So uh, thanks again, guys, for joining us for another episode of The Horror Returns. We definitely uh, appreciate all the new likes on Facebook. We appreciate all your feedback. Um, I mean, the show the show's here for you listeners, so we depend upon your ideas and your interaction to keep the engine running. It's pretty much as simple as that. Um, next week, uh, I have no idea. No idea. Oh, Marcy, right, Brian? Marcy, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. A special one-off episode next week. It's going to be the Year in Horror 1968. And I've already seen one of the three movies that we're going to be uh, talking about. We're going to discuss uh, George Romero's original Night of the Living Dead. We're going to discuss Rosemary's Baby and the little gem with the the most flamboyant uh, Vincent Price I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, in the role of Witchfinder General. Have you guys had the, the pleasure to see this one yet? You know Do what? We? I just borrowed a copy from somebody, so um, I will probably be checking that out tonight. You're, nice. you're, in, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you, you are in for a Vincent Price treat, man. <laughs> uh, I am definitely ready for that. <laughs> so until the hey. horror returns again, Brian... Good night.